Hello, this is Naziati Muhammad Yaakob. In today's podcast, we will be discussing about the topic of mentality monsters and the site context architectural designs thesis studio. Mentality monsters. Each and every one of our students are unique on their own right and possesses their own individual talent. They are artists and scientists at the same time, where architecture is defined as the art and science of building structures or habitable structures. Our goal is to build their sensitivity by designing with empathy for the users and build a strong foundation in their technical capabilities with the knowledge on how to propose viable and realistic solutions using a design philosophy of site context issues driven or community architecture approach and design. We also call this approach context specificity. From the beginning, we ask ourselves, how do we make sure that the student is fully equipped, skillfully and confident to deal with all challenges in the industry when graduating from University Malaya after their part two masters in architecture course. How do we make them unlearn bad habits accumulated before they enter our design thesis program in the final year and get them to be that monster in terms of mentality? A strong mentality and sense of purpose is needed in order to be able to accept any challenges thrown to them so we deal with complex and difficult issues in the architectural design thesis studio program throughout the academic year, which is the final year. Thus, they will feel equipped in dealing with problems with clients, developers, local authorities, able to do research and development, and even be able to be a business person. An all-round set of skills will be needed to prepare them. I have served seven years as a design thesis coordinator of Studio Master and in the last session 2018-19 we have come very close to a perfected optimum learning experience with a total of 36 weeks for the students interested in pursuing the site context issues driven or the community architecture approach in designing in design in our studio unit. We started applying this approach since the 2016-17 batch with a Bukit Salon and Kampombaru studio projects, six and five students respectively, 11 in total. For the 2018-19 session, it was the Kampong Krinchi studio with the last learning, le learning session, all 15 students exhibited their works at the KUL design event in Kuala Lumpur City Hall on October 10 and 11, 2019. And in one of those days, six of them presented their work verbally to, to the Honorable Fahmi Fatzil, the Member of Parliament for Pantai Dalam, and the Kuala Lumpur City Hall officers from Planning, Landscape and Project Implementation Departments. Now, the 2019-20 batch are doing Petaling Jaya Old Town with the Petaling Jaya 
city council councillors involved at certain learning sessions. Before, in 2015-16, our studio was collaborating with GDP Architects, which is 300 strong architects, architectural company, where the chief executive officer, Kamil Marikan, and their architects assisted in coaching our design thesis students, all 15 of them, with the help of architect Luke Chuping. We utilized the University Malaya School of Architecture's perform performa and learning objectives and enhance it further by having th three teams of coaches, consultants and experts at different stages of the student's design process where they dealt with individual projects. Two layers of critiques, week in, week out, throughout the 36 weeks, which is eight weeks pre-thesis, pre 14 weeks semester one and 14 weeks semester two, which assists and guides students from analysis, synthesis, conception to special studies and detailed design or design development stage. One layer is the studio master's guide every two weeks, two days a week, descripts with one-to-one -one tutorials in the entire 14 weeks, plus an extra five times we have invited architect, architect practitioners and critiques to come in to critique and to discuss their individual works presented in three to five minutes with 15 to 20 minutes feedback. Students mentioned on average they have had changed or developed their design 10 to 12 times, about six times in a semester, often every main crit session. Crit session. The open studio approach is common in architecture education. The resilience factor would help them to be ready, very ready for the workforce as they develop this mentality to fight any nightmares and be that monster that they can be. What I've said to you is the description for my application for an award in teaching and I had to describe my teaching and academic philosophy and also personally in the light of Liverpool Football Club becoming mentality monsters this season. So I am borrowing this term for this piece. Now I would like to talk about the next um, topic which is relating to the mentality monsters topic to take us back into what what is actually this unit, the studio unit and in terms of the technical and programma programmatic attributes that it has. So the topic that I'm going to talk now is about the site context architectural design thesis studio. In the studio, the studio tutors such as my, me, Naziati Mohamed Yaakob, I'm the full-time lecturer and we have the lead studio um, master which is Kevin Matlow and also we have uh, the other studio master which is Lisa Fu and then we have our um, die-hard um, external critics um, for this year we um, you should, we had um, 
BC Ang, uh, Chris Wong earlier in the first semester, and we had um, Amna Emer and Lok Chu Ping. Um, towards uh, uh, there are two persons who are consistent, which is Amna Emer and Chris Wong, but Chris Wong couldn't couldn't join in the second semester when we had the um, a movement control order in Malaysia. And we had to do a lot of things online. And we had the opportunity to have Shubra Rajay and Chia Kok Meng from um, India and Singapore respectively, who assisted a lot towards the end of um, the second semester. Um, this uh, site context architectural design thesis studio concentrates on the development of the site context approach, which is synonymous with community architecture, social architecture, site-driven issues project, or even real-world project. Well, there's a debate, really, um, with regard to the real world. Uh, one would argue that the real world is the world of business, is the world of commercial architecture, a world dictated by um, the the big con conglomerates or the companies out there, the develop big developers, and nothing to do with what we do, which is dealing with um, uh, the more um, less privileged people or people in the B forty um, or the lower income group population in Kuala Lumpur and Petaling Jaya. So um, I would like to debate or argue that real world is um, full of complexities and very much contextual approach to actually designing where you need to juggle a lot of issues from the users to the stakeholders to expectations of the industry. And we were very careful in selecting um, the critiques that would be involved with the students project and the students collaborating with the students like we are or like what the studio masters me Kevin and Lisa does and um, it is like you know what a thesis should be because a thesis should be um, a collaboration on developing something um, and what is the role of critique anyway but to to um, in a way there's so many things coach consultant an expert and we're all rolled into this sometimes giving um, a guide or guidance um, in particular to construction or services or particular aspects um, that we could be specializing in ourselves or we could bring in the experts for hospital design we had um, our student meeting um, a medical practitioner to look into their drawings for example to see whether what they to verify what they do is correct and I'm quoting Philip Stark where he said that uh, when you design a product it could be for a minute or maybe an hour or a day or a maximum two days when he he did hospital designs but he said that that's when you design it but when but actually it takes it could take up to seven years to verify it and that is true because you can come up with something um, almost anywhere. But for Philip Stark, he, need, he needs to be in a, a space where he could dream and he could think. He could go and dream and he could think as well. So he likes to be 
in a place where he can afford to, to be in a place where it's almost like nowhere, right in the middle of a, an ocean with, in a yacht uh, or in, in a resort or somewhere far away from, from the crowd. Um, so it is a challenge for the student to be able to emulate that, obviously. And, um, and they're being new to the design, uh, to designing and only had a few years involved in this architecture design. And they have to juggle with all sorts of expectations. Um, and it takes time for them to build up the momentum. And when you get to the point where they actually have a concept, then they rush to detailed design stage. Anyway, this is, this is, um, we, we try to, to make sure that, um, that they are not alone at every stage of their design thesis journey. Um, it is a challenge to be in this studio in a sense that we only want hard work and of course smart work um, in, where, in the way that the students will reflect on it and they have to be talented at, at, with drawings but we don't, um, we don't uh, put down students, we encourage them even if they lack in certain skills and we try to encourage them to we try to correct them. We, we, we go through their, through their drawings in detail and point out to them what their mistakes is in terms of being a um, drawing, you know, maybe there is something wrong with the drawing convention or the way they draw or we cannot um, uh, blame on any other people. Yes, we do, as I said earlier, that we try to, for them to unlearn what they have learned wrongly and sometimes it's too much form making earlier and which um, uh, now they have to do more on content making. So with that, I'd like to continue with um, the last part of this um, podcast, which is um, describing about this studio. Uh, I left it at the real world project part, and now I, I would continue with what the student should, should do, which is a commu to communicate effectively. Um, we use the term site context to best describe the approach undertaken by studio tutors. So um, we have an example here of one student in the 2015-2016 batch who did the Urban Polytechnic at Tallinn Street um, where um, there, the bigger questions were asked about the site area, designing in context and stating the design problems. We use this to illustrate in our blog. So uh, with this in mind, um, this con the concept of the urban polytechnic is that um, an area such as the old town or, or Chinatown um, called Pataling uh, Street in Kuala Lumpur with a, um, no more that um, no more that um, a spirit of community where people leave this area where residents decided to live elsewhere and where traffic congestion um, is one of the headaches in this area um, and spoiling the environment in terms of pollution and noise and and but it's very vibrant and a lot of um, because it's very near the middle of the city um, near the mosque, Masjid Jamek and all these other areas of uh, um, Pudu, Pudu area. Um, so we have in this um, area the potential of um, regenerating it 
and um, the student decided to to um, to ask the question why should a polytechnic be um, in some rural or an area which is far from the ur urban area because the urban area such as this which is there's a lot of dilapidated buildings you could take them over uh, take over these buildings to be classrooms um, and the, the, the polytechnic um, facilities um, the usual facilities of accommodation of uh, classrooms studios laboratories and some of this um, the street is being used as classrooms themselves and she she uh, did de details of how um, this could be turned into such a classroom. So the reason for the site context approach in design thesis are for number one, the learning experience at the fifth year level. That is to conclude the learning that has been done previously for four years to prepare the potential graduate architect for an approach to design that is focused on practice. It is what it is really when I talk about the real world that they are prepared for practice and they will seek employment usually in a company, though commercial or not, um, and they, they should be prepared for all sorts of um, challenges in terms of um, working in a team and, and meeting clients and, and um, de uh, deadlines and deliveries uh, of the project by um, um, and also trying to interpret the client's brief and carrying out the project to satisfaction and all that. So we are um, concluding the learning of the last four years, where the last four years was more of uh, uh, dealing with um, given briefs by the studio masters. But in the fifth year, the students uh, have to conjure their own client's brief or their own design project brief. So uh, the second point is the learning of an approach that is research-oriented design that will help with design, designing with empathy and designing for the people and community and learning some skills in doing activity mosaics and the interviews, for example. So in the very beginning, uh, in a form, because we decided that we will have them working in a group and actually go and collect data and go and interview, observe the, um, it at the site area and come up with the topics and, and, and suggestions of what to do in some of the sites. And they have to do as a group um, activity mosaics, which is the bread and butter of such a um, site uh, site area analysis that it, that uh, we expect them to have, and for discussion in the studio. And number three, the understanding of the social and cultural implications in design, and to bridge the gap between planning and architecture, focusing on urban design issues as well as building issues. So um, because of this approach, which um, you can't decide, um, you can't think of what of a building typology. You, the building typology comes out from the site after you study it. So, um, so it could be something to do with um, an urban design issue, such as street market or um, recreational spaces um, uh, at the street environment or um, uh, in uh, outside spaces. So. Um, Development issues very much um, uh, to do with planning as well as building, and um, and and some students of architecture uh, had to deal with master planning as uh, of the area, and it was illustrated as well from um, the student that did the urban polytechnic because eventually the the urban polytechnic would would influence how the 
um, the Bataling Street area um, could become. Number four is the in-depth exploration of the site issues which translates into complexities of the program and substantial studies in real-world design and build, build prerogatives. Yeah, so this reflects on some of this. Uh, this has advanced to the 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 this the previous year and this year, where we find students um, uh, having to uh, present their work to the residents, and in one such case for the batch dealing with Pataling Jaya Old Town, um, uh, where he he showed his drawings. Um, one of the students showed his drawings of a botanic uh, garden and how the Botanic Garden could transform uh, Pataling Jaya Old Town into such a fantastic um, community space um, which deals with education, transportation and also commercial activities and um, but it is first and foremost a Botanic Park and how he had um, discussed with the residents was an important point where he could not only get more information about the site but and understood about the site more and and he could um, make better decisions in his design thesis so it's very much real world in that sense and finally number five is special studies including building engineering systems thinking and universal design so the design thesis um, the complexities for this unit's approach is the interdisciplinary uh, approach where um, you are dealing with architecture and engineering or architecture and landscape uh, landscaping or architecture and um, social and cultural issues so it's never just architecture alone and never just building alone and never just fixated with the form making of a building um, and and it's not just a, a building technical study it's, it's a contextual study is social and cultural study is is actually getting to be much more observant and which is the bread and butter of, of getting to be um, a better architect. So I would like to conclude that in the design thesis program, which extends an academic year of 36 weeks, it comprises of three stages, which is the uh, special semester for eight weeks, the pre-thesis research, which is three credits, um, and the outcome will be a design project brief. Um, and uh, for the second, for the, for after that, the, in semester one, which is the architecture design thesis one for 14 weeks with eight credits, is the development of the scheme. And finally, for semester two, um, also 14 weeks, um, the design thesis two, uh, the detailed design and special studies based on um, the design development stage. So uh, this is good enough uh, for the student to actually experience the whole uh, stretch of weeks. And, um, and we're looking forward to the next batch to present their work next week. And this is also um, a precursor to more interviews that we're going to have in this um, second session of the podcast. Um, thank you very much for listening in and hope to see you, to hear or to see you again, <laughs> to, to, to be with you again um, in the next one. Good night.